Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto. I am your host, Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit. And I am here with my co-host, Adam Jubilee Tatteris. Yeah, Jubilee, you're going for the X-Men universe. You know, I figured it was the right thing. This I like is a, that. This is a special one-shot episode about the Deadpool movie. Yes. I figured we'd bring it full circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jubilee. This, this middle name is brought to you by uh, Fox. Uh, uh, 21st Century Fox we know Entertainment Studios. Thank you for tuning in. By the way, appreciate your uh, your uh, listenership. You guys Fox. are doing great. Fox. Uh, you did great with Deadpool, and I appreciate you sponsoring my middle name, Jubilee. Mm-hmm. And also, thank you for the powers that allow me to generate sparkly lights. Right. I don't right. know what to do with that. What do you even? What do we do with this, we baby? I'm a firework. <laughs> we That's just blind people. Yeah. Watch out! Ah, I can't see. The party don't stop till I step in. Or you just I'm show like, up and people are like, "Keep the party going." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where they won't let me leave. I'm like, guys, it's getting late. I won't go home. Nah, no. Adam Jubilee, you're here. Yeah, we Adam paid Jubilee. for you. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm I'm glad we're finally getting a chance to talk about this movie, the movie that the world yes. is talking about. You and I had the opportunity, a unique opportunity, mm-hmm. to catch the pre-screen mm-hmm. of Deadpool. The Wednesday before it came out. Yeah, so we got to see Deadpool uh, pretty early. Yes. And the entire experience was really, really excellent. The whole crowd. I mean, like that kind of crowd, these are people who tried to get to see the film. Yes. Like, extra hard. They go an extra mile. And... Uh, uh, everybody was really excited. It was really riotous. It was the kind of audience that you want to watch a movie with. Yeah. They make a lot of noise. Yes. So I'm very eager to actually get into the film, but you and I were looking at a couple of things regarding the success of the movie since yes. it's been out for, what, a week and a half? Yeah, something like that. And so, it's doing... Let's let's just say it's doing all right. It's, I mean... It's doing okay. It's cool. I mean, 49... 491.9 million? At a global I mean, box office? I mean, I feel like that's all right. top-rated R-rated movie in history? Yeah. Uh, no big deal? No big deal. Nothing? Not at all. No, that's huge. Yeah, it's... Uh, huge. It's the... What is it? The, like the fastest, highest-grossing R-rated movie of all time? Past the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool beat out Jesus in the movie theater. I cannot deal. I cannot deal with the two of them being in out the of the race. way. Jesus, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, both of them have have gone through resurrection. I believe that is correct. Wow. I believe Jesus was good one. Uh, he was a. Uh, you got a future, Adam. You got a future in this joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. Well, you see what happened is Jesus was up on the cross, and the cross tilted over, and then it became the Weapon X oh, program. That's where. Okay, that's, that's where Weapon X comes. Got from. it. It's just got a cross it. tipped over. Mm-hmm. Few people know that. Thank you for sharing that information with Deep us. Cuts, from everybody. Adam Jubilee. Oh, there we go. Yeah. You getting us with the uh, theological information is connected with the uh, Marvel uh, backstory. Deep cuts. We, you and I, have previously talked about superheroes and gods mm-hmm. and and deities and 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 I, I feel like it's only appropriate to bring all of those bring elements together. together before we have a conversation about <laughs> the movie Deadpool. Yeah. I think I think that's important. It just makes sense. The point is, folks. People like Deadpool. Loved it. People like Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. getting stabbed and uh, beat up and all the things that he endures through the movie. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I think that this, we talked about this on one of the other episodes. This is one of the first times I think that Fox, when it comes to Marvel movies, have gone, actually, we're leading the way. Yes. Because everything else has been Marvel Studios leading the way. And Marvel Studios kind of being the like one that everybody's trying to catch up to. And, yeah. You know? 
and the one who's kind of like, this is what a superhero movie is. Now, Fox has actually put out, I mean, this is the highest grossing X-Men movie ever. Yeah. And the highest, this is the highest grossing R-rated movie ever. Yeah. Is it fastest or highest? Uh, or both? I, think, I think it was, I believe it's both. Like it's the, the, the amount of time that it took for it to make this colossal amount of money yeah. is, is what people are paying attention to. But it's probably a mixture of superhero love and it just being really good. Yeah, it's definitely a combination of those two, because if it was not good, if people didn't like it, oh yeah, then a uh, few people would talk about it, right? Right. Fantastic Four is an example. But I know this is, uh, this is a fine example of people really enjoying the movie, whether you're a comic book fan or not, and then going and talking to your friends and coworkers and such mm-hmm. and such. So you got mm-hmm. a lot of people who have never seen an X-Men movie or yeah. maybe aren't familiar with Deadpool as a character, Yeah, and uh, they go out and see the flick and... There you go. Or we have mothers who take their children to go see Deadpool because it's a superhero movie. Oh, it's about the funny books. And they figure out, wait a minute, R-rated means something. Yeah, R-rated means something. Yeah, with this movie. Yeah. So um, do we want to go just straight into spoilers? We might as well. We should. By this time, everybody is either seeing this or you don't have any business listening to this. I I think so. We, We should go ahead and say in this one shot in which we talk about the Deadpool movie, we are going to be talking about the plot of the movie and a lot of things that you haven't seen in commercials in trailers if you're octavius mm-hmm. you haven't seen anything right past the first trailer yeah uh so if you have not seen the film turn this off or pause it or here here's what you do you hand your iphone to your buddy and you're like listen to this you got to listen to this yeah i gotta go see the movie you listen to this podcast you tell your meantime. buddy to subscribe too by the yeah way. yeah five stars thank you mm-hmm. and uh and then go and see the movie and when you're done Come on back, and we're going to have a conversation about Deadpool. Right now, officially, we are entering into Deadpool spoiler territory. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're past the wall. We're past the wall. We're over the wall. All right. So now, if you're listening, it's your freaking fault. So let's start with something simple. Okay. Before we even get into the plot, how do you feel about this movie? Gut reaction. I loved it. You loved it. Talk to me. Loved it. I was... A fan of Deadpool for many, 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 many moons. You know, like mm-hmm. I loved reading Deadpool for the for for years now. I think he's hilarious. I think he's funny. You pointed out something to me that I didn't recognize about why I loved him. What's that? I was telling you. Oh man, I love Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny is one of my favorite characters. I learned what humor is from Bugs Bunny when I was a kid. Yeah. And you said to me, "Oh, that's probably why you like Deadpool. Cause Deadpool is just Bugs Bunny." He's like the Bugs Bunny of the Marvel Universe. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. He kind yeah. of is. Yeah. You know? I mean, he, he gets into, uh, pardon the pun, but he gets into a lot of loony situations. Yes. And he- Loony uh, is a great word for Deadpool yeah. and Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Right? How, how often does Bugs look at the screen and addresses the people watching it, right? Yeah. And like talks about what's going to happen. Exactly. Steps out of frame, you know? Yeah. He gets his, he, he gets his butt handed to him as often as he pulls one over on somebody else. Mm-hmm. But you said this, I think the other week- Bugs Bunny always has this swagger. Yes. And Deadpool has that too. Yeah. So for as often as he gets his ass kicked or he's on top, he always has this swagger. It doesn't matter. Yes. Like Which it's, is interesting. It doesn't matter what's going on. Yeah. So from reading Deadpool comics, the reason why I loved it is because this is probably the most accurate movie to screen adaptation I have ever seen. Yeah. I was watching... 
the TV and me watching the screen. I'm like, that's a Deadpool on the screen. Yeah. Sounds like him. He's acting like him. He looks like him. He cracks jokes like him. He fights like him. Mm-hmm. You know, inappropriate like him. Mm-hmm. Like, this, this, this is Deadpool I'm seeing on the screen. Like, and ever since, like I told you guys before, ever since I saw Van Wilder, I was like, this guy needs to play Deadpool. <laughs> When I that saw Ryan, when I, well, I mean, that I don't ago. know if it was that long ago when I first saw Van Wilder, but as I, you know, knew who Deadpool was and that Ryan Reynolds, I was like, oh, this guy should play Deadpool. Like, I want to go. I, I wish, I wish we were podcasting all the way back then when Van Wilder came out. And uh, there's a podcast, and you got young Octavius on the mic. Yeah, he's like, okay, Oc, how'd you feel about Van Wilder? Uh, gut reaction, and your reaction is. That guy's going to be Deadpool. Yeah. Pretty I want to be able to like play that back so we can confirm. Called it. Yeah. But no, seriously, man. Like Ryan Reynolds. When Ryan Reynolds cracks jokes, his timing, his cadence, I've always been like, that's what Deadpool sounds that's like. That's the voice. And when you hear Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool, you don't necessarily hear Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool. You just hear Ryan Reynolds in a suit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like he didn't really have to like put on too much acting no. it seems like even when he does interviews it's kind of like i feel like i'm listening to deadpool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know yeah that's the voice that i i read deadpool in uh yes. just it, it, it's ryan reynolds voice it's a, it's a, maybe a little more frenzied or dry or calm or nonchalant mm. like yeah. it's, it's just that that's what i hear when i i read deadpool books and one of the things that really stands out to me about this movie, and this is this is a pet peeve that I have about uh, superhero movies in general, okay. that Deadpool bucks entirely. When you have a character that you really like, right, and a movie comes out featuring that character, let's use Captain America as an mm-hmm, example, mm-hmm. they got to bring that character's costume to life. Yes. Right? So Captain America, for me, looks like a dude in that kind of like spandexy outfit. He, he probably has the pirate boots and the like pot, the buccaneer gloves, mm-hmm. like that crazy situation that he had for a long time, the yeah. wings on his head. Right? You can't put him into a movie and have anyone take that man seriously. Right. So when the, when the movie comes out, the Captain America movie or Avengers movie, you put a helmet on him. You give him some armor that makes sense, right? Clothing that looks real, mm-hmm. and even though it's painted up to look kind of ridiculous, like the red, white, and blue, and everything, yeah. it looks yeah. like it could function. Yeah. Then when you go and buy an action figure, there are two different types of action figures. You got your comic book Captain America toy, mm-hmm. and you got your movie Captain America toy. Right. I'm not trying to have the movie Captain America toy. Tell me why. Because it doesn't look like Cap to me. Or somewhere in my mind, I'm like, that's not the real Cap. That was someone's interpretation of Cap. Mm -hmm. But that's not my Cap. My Cap is the comic book Cap. Yeah. Right? This happens with everything. Ant-Man is a good example as well. The Ant-Man costume is different than... In the movie, is different than the Ant-Man costume in the books. It's pretty close, but you know, it's different. It's different enough to the extent that I see a toy and I'm like, oh, that's from the movie. Okay. Yeah. But that bothers you? That does bother me. Really? That's that's something I've never really been like, you know? Yeah. But that's never really. For me, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you get a book. And a book, maybe a movie was was just made about this book. Mm-hmm. Right, let's say Cormac McCarthy's The Road. Okay. Right? I like that book a lot. The movie is made. Viggo Mortensen's in that movie. Right? Okay. And now the book is being printed with the movie poster as the cover of the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, I, I don't want to have a, a movie poster as the cover of my book for two reasons. One, 
The original book cover was designed very elegantly, and it was designed to bring something across to you. Like, yeah. the, the, it's all black. It's just the words, the road. It looks dismal and hopeless and plain, and I think that works well for the book. Mm-hmm. And now the other one is just the poster they used for the movie with Viggo Mortensen in it, looking cool like an action guy. Right. Right? No. I don't want to be in public seen reading this book with the movie poster in my hand. That that's that's bothersome. That bothers me. And the same thing happens with movie hero costumes. And you're tying this into Deadpool. The reason I'm tying this into Deadpool is one of the things that I think is brilliant about this movie, and I don't even know how they pulled it off, is the costume is exactly the same. Exactly like, the same. I it's exactly the same. Seeing Deadpool and his mask and his his like eyes, mm-hmm. quote unquote, the little white spaces on his yep. mask, and yep. they kind of move and he he sort of expresses mm-hmm. his emotions and his his facial expressions through a ma- through a mask. Yeah. That is so legit and cool and interesting, and I can't think of any other movie based on a comic book character that has pulled it off so perfectly. It, you're it right. It works. It, it translates perfectly. Even down to the little tail on the back of his uh Yeah, on the it's mask. like his hood. Like yeah. kinda it looks like there's a sock on his head. Yeah, basically. it looks like it's a little too big. They started doing that in the comics. That's there as well. Even that. Yeah. yeah. It's all and there. That, that really works for me. I love that because that is that I think is a sign of someone who is making a movie and not afraid to embrace exactly what the character is. And that's exactly what the character is. The character is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, Deadpool's a ridiculous character. So yes. if you try, and this goes back to who would win in a fight, Deadpool versus Wolverine, where, you know, initially my argument was really, really, really practical and wisdom and logical. And Adam comes in and goes, hey, 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 Deadpool doesn't function in that world. He doesn't use those things. That's, that, that's, he's totally outside of that. Yeah. He doesn't, he's not bound to the fake reality or, but the reality that, comic book characters live in he lives outside of that you know what i'm saying so he's not bound to that the whole uh-huh, idea, honey there you go mm-hmm. so the whole idea of like well we got to make deadpool's costume more realistic it's like no 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 No, you don't deadpool is not realistic yeah that's the whole point you know what i'm saying like yeah. that's what his thing is and they, they killed it uh your gut reactions i don't like it mm-hmm. now i got that feeling and you said it out loud. That's right. When we were joking around outside the theater. That's right. And we waited two and a half weeks or some <laughs> a month and a half to discuss this. You know what? And I've and I've thought for a long time about it. I I did not like the movie. Okay. And I have thought for a long time about why that is and whether or not that's true. Whether or not I just reacted <laughs> yeah. that way. Okay. Because I wanted to have a different opinion. Hmm. than the like the fervor right, right. The, every, everybody likes it everybody loves this movie did i just want to make sure that i have a difference of opinion uh and i've had be- a lot of time and i've thought about the fact that there are a lot of elements about this movie that i really do like okay but at the end of the day this is a movie about a character that doesn't speak to me and his humor doesn't speak to me so almost two hours of deadpool jokes was very exhausting to me. Really? Didn't like it. But there are a lot of elements of the movie that I thought were like, oh, wow. I would love to see that in a movie that I, about a character I do like. Hmm. So I have a... So wait, I don't understand. Did you bring your dislike... Is your dislike for Deadpool okay. clouding your ability to like 
something that you you know for example let's say for example you hate somebody okay yeah. and what you say i i hate wade wilson yeah sure sure, gotcha. sure you hate somebody and then you come into work and they're like your favorite pizza's here yeah and it's like homemade and it's not fresh out the oven but it's warm yeah and you're like oh my gosh you come in you get it you start eating a slice and you're like oh my gosh who made this and someone says it's like your arch enemy <laughs> and you're like this pizza sucks <laughs> you know what i mean it's that kind of situation it was great until you found out who made it because i could see me i could see internet be honest you know you'd be like man this is delicious who made this man it's all right it ain't that good. yeah uh, it's not it's nothing is it, it that kind of thing? Uh, maybe it is. Look, okay, we had pre-screened tickets, right? But I had to buy an extra ticket. I just, I had a second seat that I just put all of my baggage in. Yes. Right? I brought a lot of baggage in with me. Right. And I brought that second seat and I put all my baggage in that yeah. seat. So I know that I'm coming into this movie with a general disdain for this character. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm coming into this movie with a general love for yeah that is true you yeah. have an infection i was ready him. to like it already yeah exactly right and i was prepared to really dislike i was prepared to just dismiss it entirely really say that was garbage. you were already ready to but that didn't happen okay i do not dismiss it entirely it just isn't a movie that i liked and that's mm -hmm. different mm -hmm. right like i I'm glad that I saw it. I'm glad that we saw it. Yeah. I'm glad that we're talking about it. There are a lot of things that I liked about it. There were a lot of things that I didn't like about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just not a movie. That's not for me. That's okay. Cool. Now, here's my thing. I would like to know. I like to understand internet. I'm the kind of person who likes to understand the why. I don't yeah. necessarily... You don't, you don't have to agree with me. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming from. Uh -huh. And I guess right now, as I'm listening to you, I don't understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Not because you're going, I don't like it. It wasn't, if you were to say to me, I don't like it. It wasn't funny. Da, 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 da. I'd go, oh, you didn't like it. But if you go, it was funny. There's a lot of stuff I liked, but I didn't like it. That uh, to me is like, huh? My, for me, it's like, okay, let, let, let's put it this way. It's, okay. it's kind of like going to see a stand-up comedian and they tell one joke that you really liked mm -hmm. out of 10 the other nine you're like no okay so there was very there was very little that you liked about the movie yes oh however okay. the things that i did like about the movie happened to be pretty resonant for me okay. as a comic book fan gotcha but the fact that they were very creatively involved and bold and risky for the way they portrayed this character mm -hmm. and the fact that they i mean so much props i cannot possibly give enough props to the ad agency that did all of the promotional oh work for deadpool there was a lot to avoid i recognize something when it is well done mm -hmm. it's just not for me got it it's like i if i was a vegetarian got i was it. like look that's a damn fine steak you you nailed yeah. it i know you did got it it's just not for me got it so uh there were a lot of there were a lot of jokes thrown out that i just like <sighs> Now let's get, okay. So let's cross my arms. Like let's do, let's do this. Let's do this. This is a great time to dig into what you didn't like about the movie. Yeah, you know we've given our general gut reactions. Mine is I loved it. Yours is I didn't like it. So yeah, you know thumbs up, thumbs down. Mm -hmm. Now give me a little more specifics as to I you know what you didn't like. So the 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 style of humor the Deadpool pedals is dick is, jokes. Di they're dick jokes, right? Yeah. Is is very crass. It's usually uh, something to do with 
like playing with being macho or not macho, right? <laughs> like it always feels like I'm either real macho or also, or, or I'm like flirting with the idea of, isn't it, wouldn't it be funny if I, I like kissed a dude in that, then that creep you out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, that doesn't creep me out. That's just not that funny. <laughs> and, uh, there, there are a lot of times where excessive violence was used as, as a gag. And that's kind of Deadpool's thing. You know, he <laughs> gets shot yeah. and, and the bullet goes up his ass. I'm like, <laughs> what? it goes straight up his ass. What are the odds? I'm right. Like, no, nah, it's not that funny to me. Got you. Uh, and then there are some other gags that I thought were like just wonderful. When he tries to beat up Colossus mm. and he's, you know, he's just a dummy. He knows exactly what's happening. At this point, he's really just hamming for the camera. Yeah. And every time he smacks Colossus, whatever he uses to hit him breaks. Right. His arms, his legs. And now he can't use his feet. He's rolling around on the ground and he's still doing that like, I'm still going to beat you up. Mm-hmm. Right. That Monty is Python. a direct rip from Monty Python, the yes. Black Knight. And I yes. love that. I love that. That's a good illusion. That's a good gag. Yeah. That's terrific. And he gets the, the this is probably the part where I laugh the hardest, because the handcuff put on his broken ass wrist, mm-hmm. and he's being drugged behind Colossus, and he's still, he's still talking smack. Right. And he says something like, uh, you're, you're under arrest. I'm taking you to the sheriff. Yeah. And he has no authority in this yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah. That's good. I love that. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is he starts like uh, uh, sawing sawing his arm off. Yeah. And it's just like real gory and nasty. And it's like, oh, gross out mm-hmm. humor. And his now he's he's just chiseling his arm off. Like, not, okay, the joke's done for me. So so the gore, it's a little too much gore for you. Maybe it is. It's just like what it, I or, see or that maybe it's being it was used senseless. as senseless. Yeah. It, I see that it's being used as a tool to like freak people out. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's really nasty. I just didn't, I, that doesn't entertain me. I didn't you think know? that was entertaining. Yeah. You know what I thought about those scenes specifically? It's like, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I do understand where you're coming from. Like, there are certain situations where someone's trying to be funny and yeah. they're not funny. Yeah. But there's other situations when someone's nailing it. You know what I mean? Oh, to, yeah. To it's me, a, to it's me, a thin line. To me, he was nailing it. Yeah. To me, but you have to suspend reality. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, you can't... I'm not telling you... I'm not saying to you, but I'm just more so talking in general. Like, if you come into Deadpool, and I see a lot of people could have done this. If you come into Deadpool with expectations, yeah, and you don't know Deadpool... You're going to be let down hard. I don't know. You know, what I'm you know. I think that's interesting. That's a really interesting conversation. Like if you're like, like for example, like how come he's so? Why is he so? How come he is? Yeah. Why is he? How yeah. come he? But if you go into a Judd Apatow movie, you know what you're getting, right? So you could you could have the same kind of visceral reaction to a Judd Apatow movie. Like what is? How come? What? What? Huh? Like but you, but there's a there's a level to me now. You got to kind of just hey. Relax. Yeah. These are jokes. Just laugh. But, you know, like, you're going to a comedy show, and if the comedy guy rips on you in the front row, they're jokes. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just jokes, my dude. It's just jokes. It's just comedy. And You know, one of the things that I notice about the Deadpool movie Mm -hmm. is a lot of the jokes are erring on the side of, like, gross-out sex humor. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if that's exactly the same in the comics, especially as oh, the no. comics are it's now. Not, it's not, well, <clears throat> excuse me. It's not the same in the comics because the comics are not rated R in the sense of 
dialogue. So this is kind of like Deadpool Max. If it's it was Deadpool like a Marvel Max. Max. Yes. This is Max. Like, you're not going to see a sex scene in the comics. You're not going to hear F-bombs yeah. and dick. Like, they're not going to say that in the yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You will yeah. see the violence, though. But it's even interesting when you look. we start looking at, like, what does that say about us as consumers of media? You know, like... I I heard this this argument on this other podcast called um, The Art of Manliness and was talking to this guy who's a military guy and he was talking about, it was like on killing. Hmm. And he was saying, killing and sex are the only two things that we address, either don't address or we address in a pornographic way. Interesting. So for example, with a kid, we don't talk about killing at all or it's doom. Mm -hmm. You know, or it's some sort of crazy, violent, rated R movie, you know, with sex. You don't talk about sex at all, or it's literal pornography. Mm-hmm. It's these two extremes versus killing. When you have a kid, you go out, you hunt, you know, they gut the animal, they prepare the animal, they skin the animal, they cook the animal, they eat the animal. So killing isn't, they see the animal die, they understand that life and death, this is, a, you know, and it's, it's a kind cycle. of like a sure. shoulder shrug. This is, this is a part of life yeah. versus it being like, pornographic in the sense of like the only time we we address death is you know this extreme version of it yeah so but it seems like we're a little more desensitized to the visual stuff yeah but someone saying certain things is like whoa 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 yeah you can blow that guy's head off right but don't say dick yeah that's well, you too know, much obviously they're not gonna pack this movie full of like middle of the road observations of death and sex right yeah. it's hyperbole all the way right but what i do think is interesting is you know the part of the movie where deadpool is regrowing his hand mm-hmm. that it's funny to me because i got we get to see what that looks like right you know we we see wolverine heal Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, the wound it's just like, closes up. Yeah. Whereas right Deadpool away. is like, no, it's an awkward situation. He's yeah. going through like baby hand. And yeah, then, it takes a while. Yeah. And eventually he grows all the way back. And that's a good like, that's a good sight gag to see his weird, tiny, wet, like infant yeah. hand. That's yeah. gross. Right. But then he's going to talk about, uh, he, he tells, uh, uh, what's her face? The, uh, the blind woman. That he's yeah. I forget with. her name. Al. Yeah. He, he tells Blind Al, he's like, oh, now leave the room because I'm, I'm going to masturbate and my, my, my dick's going to feel so big in my tiny hand. Yeah. And I'm like, that one was, that one was, say, a, that one was a lot. Will you say that in the comics? No, he would not say like, that in the comics. Oh, man. But, there, but the thing is, here's the truth in the matter. I'm going to tell you the truth. People, tell me the truth. People listening, I laughed. Yeah. Because it was funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't like, expect that to happen, right? But at the same time, we all laugh at those kind of comedians sometimes, and then sometimes you don't. Sometimes the joke lands, sometimes the joke doesn't land. Exactly. You know? And I think that's the thing about this movie. I can see an extreme reaction either way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. This does, now that we're talking about it out loud, I can see Deadpool, like full-on, full-fledged Deadpool, which is, wow, actually, now that I think about it, this is more Deadpool than the actual comic book is. How do you mean? How, whoa, 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 whoa. So the interpretation of Deadpool, the, in, the, the movie interpretation of Deadpool is more Deadpool than the comic, the source material. How's I that, think, how's I think that so. work? Because the comic has to be tamed because it knows that a kid's going to pick it up. Interesting. You know what I mean? Deadpool's not going to make a masturbation joke. Oh. In a Marvel comic when, ding, 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 hey, what's up, Johnny? Hey, I saw you br- see you brought your son. 
So it's kind of like, like it's no, kind of like Johnny, this. Like Johnny's son might pick Deadpool up off the wall, and they're not going to have an explicit rated R. You know what I mean? Here's, here's an analogy to try out on you. Deadpool, the comic book, is like seeing a lion in the zoo. Mm. Deadpool, the movie, yes. is like watching a lion in the wild. Great example. Great example. Totally different containment. Yes. And it's it's for different purposes. Yes. Lion in the wild just exists as what lions do. They do what lions do. A yeah. lion in the zoo is like, hey, kids, look at that. Right. Yeah. Because we got to have kids buy Deadpool toys. Uh-huh. They got to buy Deadpool t-shirts and lunchboxes. And yeah. They still do that. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like. Yeah, think about it. Who was talking about Deadpool in mainstream media two, three, four, five, six years ago? Nobody. Rob Nobody. Liefeld. I mean, but like Rob, just it was just one. It right. was Rob Liefeld, the co-creator of Deadpool. It yeah, just mainstream him. media. Nobody even knew what Deadpool was. They knew yeah. they didn't even know what it was. Yeah, you know. So now they are going to have to like they have built Deadpool up to the point where he's in the conversation. He's in, he's a big character now. Like remember when we were talking about before how, who the heck's favorite comic book character is Captain America. Yeah. What? Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. 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 Whose favorite character is Thor? Nobody 10 years ago, but now they've made this, everybody's favorite character, X-Men, Wolverine, stuff like that. So now Deadpool has been built up to a point where he's legitimately it's going to be some kid's favorite character. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? I mean so, I, and I know those people. I'm like a very good friend of mine, Adam. He he owns a... Uh, 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 Adam Jubilee? No, Yeah, he's he's another Adam. He's not an Adam Jubilee. There's gotcha. only one Adam Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Today. Today. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what there is next time. But a friend of mine, Adam, is a big Deadpool fan, and his son... Also loves Deadpool. His mm. son is, uh, I don't know, like maybe 10, 11. Mm. Cannot see the Deadpool movie. That's, no, no, you, his no, dad is not letting internet, that happen. Internet, if you have not seen Deadpool, do not take your children to see this movie. It has earned the R rating. It is a hard R. Do not take your children to see this movie. Yeah. Like, so, don't do it. It's it, not what's up. It's a funny situation because you, I, I, I know my buddy Adam... I mean, he wants to share this with his boy. Mm. You know what I mean? But he yeah. won't. And he, he knows he won't. But he's like, Ugh, yeah, I want to. Yeah. And I know there's a petition for a PG-13 version of the Deadpool movie no, to exist. No, thank you. Let me, let me fight you on that one. Okay. Because I have an idea. I disagree. Go ahead. Have you ever seen a movie that you like? Mm-hmm. Let's say Die Hard. Okay. And it's playing on... TBS. I hate it already. And they change the words, right? F- to Mickey Ficky. You know, when he says like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like fiddle No, fiddle, fiddle faddle. No, Mickey Ficky. But he's just like, yippee kaye, fiddle faddlers. Nah. Right? right. It doesn't work. It doesn't no. work. There are some times when TV censoring is very funny. And it, it, it basically represents something totally different. Mm-hmm. When uh, somebody's going to call somebody else uh, Mother like, father? Yeah, mother father. And he'll say like, yeah, hey, come on, you dog bone. And it's like, where did you even get that from? Gosh. And it's for a different reason. It's funny. And a, a good example, The Big Lebowski is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. The Coen Brothers movie. I love that movie. There's a scene in that movie. You know, I've never seen that movie. Great movie. Very, got, very funny. Like, that's on my list. I can't believe I haven't watched that yet. I'm the same. And I'm, I'm excited. If you haven't seen it, I'm excited to watch it with you because that's, that's a good one. And it grows with you. Mm-hmm. For me, that one just gets funnier every time I see it. Uh, John Goodman plays a character named Walter Sobchak. Walter 
has anger management issues Mm -hmm. and he is losing his mind Mm -hmm. and he goes to this guy's house and he smashes up his sports car outside his house. Okay. And he's smashing the sports car and he says, this is what happens when you F a stranger in the ass. And that's what he said. And he's like, he doesn't say F. He uses the word, right? He just like blazes right right through that, right? Right. That's what's happening in the movie. And it's funny because here's this guy losing his his mind over nothing. Mm -hmm. And he's clearly very angry. In the TV version, same scene plays out. He's smashing the sports car. And the character says, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Alps? In the Alps, like the mountains. <laughs> and in my brain, I'm like, where did that come from? Who like who oh who who wrote that? Oh who who gosh. said that was the line? And when you and find a stranger some, in the Alps. For some reason that sticks with me. And I think about it all the time. You want Deadpool to find strangers in the Alps? Here's why I think this works for Deadpool. Deadpool, as we know breaks the fourth wall. Okay. If anyone is going to creatively cover up his own crass, blue, lewd language and behavior with something really ridiculous and outlandish Mm -hmm. and make it funny, Mm -hmm. it's going to be Deadpool. So if every single time he cuts somebody in half, (laughs) it looks like a pinata came up and like confetti blows somewhere, you know that's going to be funny. Or if every time he uses a curse word, it's just Deadpool very deadpan saying like, a completely different word. Like imagine the scene where he's got his little baby hand and he's mm-hmm. talking about how he's, he's, he needs some time alone because it's going to feel so big in his hand. Mm-hmm. What if he's just like, I need some time alone. And then a real bad dub over real obvious, bad quality dub over. Where he says, so I can play with Legos. There's like, clearly that's not there. Okay. And Deadpool can actually speak to the audience and say, I realize what's happening and I'm going to censor myself. Now, I think he can pull that off. I think That's he can, funny. but I don't think he needs to. But it but wouldn't it be good if he was able to share that comedy? No. I I would like I'll, I'll say this okay. and, and I'm I'm putting all my money okay. all my money okay. into this gamble. Got gotcha. you. I would like that movie more. Because it would be more creative. I don't agree. No? I don't think it would be more creative. Why? I think it would suit you more. But it works with restrictions. And I think comics work well because they work with restrictions. Here's what I'm about to say. Uh-huh. Everything ain't for everybody. People who are mad at Beyonce about formation. No. Okay, people who are mad at formation. Yeah. Like, everything's uh, not for everybody. Yeah. That's true. So, so here's the truth of the situation. If you don't like Deadpool... That's fine. Mm. Nobody owes you anything. Fact. That's You're all not, there is and to where's it. my Deadpool? Yeah. How come you didn't suit it for my liking? Because we didn't make it for you. Yeah. We made it for the guys who are going to like the jokes that we're going to crack. Because obviously, there's a community out there who were waiting for a superhero movie like this. Yeah. And we happen to be the ones, 11 years later, who said, you know what? Go ahead and do it. Yeah. And we were like, why didn't we do this earlier? Right. Like, I think that this is, um, like I said, as a Deadpool fan, if they Mickey Fickied this, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, "Mm, that's not really Deadpool. You know what I mean? I'd kind of be like, "Mm, I see what you're trying to do. And like, this is the right character to do it with. Sure. Because he's so ridiculous, there's a level to where you can kind of like ease the sting of the violence and the lewdness with comedy. Yeah. Because it's not just like, you know, 
a slasher flick because I'm telling you that's where we're going. Uh-huh. Because I think what we're what we're what this has opened the door for is people realizing that oh these are stories. They're different kind of stories, so they require different writers, different directors. <gasps> They're not all going to be PG thirteen. There are there there are stories that are told in the Marvel, Image, DC, Boom Studios. Pick one. Yeah. Dark Horse. Sure. That need to be slasher flicks. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, that, and, it has to be represented. Yeah. Like, in the same, if we're talking about, and I know this is not like, I don't want to say diversity in the sense of like, you know, when we talk about like gender and ethnicity. You mean different genres. But genre, like, as we know, as people who read this kind of stuff, like, are you familiar with Scott Snyder, Witches? Yeah. That's yeah, not, that, that's not a PG 13. No. No, and no, if no, they no, PG thirteen, no. which is um, I'm out. And we have a similar situation you know? happening now, where uh, uh, Garth Ennis wrote Preacher, and Preacher yeah. is a very challenging, mature, messed up, yes, real graphic, gnarly yes. comic, and it's coming to TV. Mm-hmm. And somebody like myself is worried about that because I don't think I, I think the things that exist in the Preacher comic book define. The preacher comic book that is preacher. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. That's right. how. That's how it works. You take those elements out and you remove meaning from it. Yeah. It doesn't work the same when you put it on television because it needs to be for more people. And I would argue you neuter and I, it. And I right. And I would argue that we would be neutering Deadpool if we Mickey Ficky Deadpool. I I, I understand. If we mother father Deadpool, <laughs> we are neutering it. I understand. You, you we have to say I don't like it. Which is which is fine, or I loved it, uh-huh. you know. And I think they're. And let me let me let's let's not not shift, but let's let's have a grown up conversation here. We are having a grown up conversation, internet. Yeah, if, if you, you don't want to be a part of this grown up conversation, like, you log off now. Because like, because here's the thing: we're talking about comics, and we don't really know what our listenership is. And you might be a kid, and you know, and da da da, whatever, who's listening to this. But but truthfully. There has to be a point where we have to have grown up conversations yeah. and understand, like my mom say, little kids ain't supposed to be in grown folks business, uh-huh. you know? So every conversation ain't for everybody. So we need to be able to say- That sounds like what Man Man's mom says. Man Man's mom. What? Did I turn to Man Man's mom you just did, now? You did. You really did. <laughs> man Man, get out of grown people business. <laughs> put your, hey, put your shoes back on. Get and out of there. put some shoes and socks on, boy. Get out of that mature dialogue. Get out of there. What are you doing in there? better go play with some legos or something <laughs> all right but no seriously folks um but yeah like we have to be able to look at this and say man there's a level of maturity that it takes to be able to find deadpool funny and there's a level of maturity that it takes to be able to look at deadpool for what it is and go i don't prefer this mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but we can't black and white this agreed because it's not a black and white answer mm-hmm. because if there are jokes that you laugh at that part of you is like, oh, I shouldn't be laughing at this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And there's an art to doing that. There's an sure. art to a creator and a creative being able to go up there and I'm going to make all y'all uncomfortable and I'm going to make you all laugh mm-hmm. uncomfortably. And if I can make that happen, success. Mm-hmm. I did what I came here to do. And that's not. That's probably not for kids. Yeah. You know, and we can't limit our storytelling abilities to only doing things that my kids can like. I agree. You know, I agree. And and I, I 100% understand where you're coming from. I couldn't agree more. My position is that under restrictions that are inevitable, there will be a time when FX, the, the, the channel, plays Deadpool. 
There mm. will be a time when that happens. Okay. Many years down the road, it's just going to happen. And those censorships are going to creep in in the same way that they creep into every rated R movie that sure. gets television play. Yeah. Right? This is just what happens. Yeah. I think Deadpool, as a character, as a franchise, as a creative entity, mm -hmm. has a rare opportunity to own that before it happens to them. Well, we know Fox is listening, so... I know Fox... Look, Mr. Fox, I know you're listening, <laughs> and I appreciate it. But Mrs. Fox, thank you for listening as well. Uh, the whole family... The whole Fox family. Fox family. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Right? We're all part of the Fox family. Uh, CBJ uh, movie rights, they're up. If you want to talk to us about yeah if you want to make our movie it's going to be a long it's just two dudes i mean look kevin smith made a basically made that was kind of like the plot of clerks tusk. no tusk oh it was two guys who were podcasters oh oh yeah. okay i was going to say turks is or clerks is just people church talking. <laughs> church is just people oh, yeah, talking. church church is just people talking yeah uh uh what, what i'm what i'm after here is I think because the way that the 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 team handled the Deadpool advertising and breaking the fourth wall mm -hmm. and understanding that you can talk about yourself as a movie as a franchise and still stay in character. Yeah. You have the opportunity to own those inevitable censorships and make them a part of your character. Now, I do think that that could be like did you see where Kanye had his meltdown on Saturday Saturday night live. Bingo. Hey, we go ahead and finish this off. So Kanye West had this meltdown on Saturday Night Live behind closed doors. Apparently, somebody recorded it and they put it out in the public. So now there's been this petition for Deadpool to host Saturday Night Live. Yes. Not Ryan Reynolds. Deadpool. But Ryan Reynolds dressed up and acting as Deadpool. I personally think, please do this. This would be hilarious. Like, we, as like the collective pop culture media are accepting Deadpool as an existing character. Yeah. Even though he's not. And I think that's the fun of it all. Yeah. Um, so dead. So Ryan Reynolds, AKA Deadpool does a spoof on Kanye West talking about himself talking like Kanye did. Yes. You know? So that's kind of like the, like the awareness of, these these you know this character would be aware of like i'm cracking a joke and you guys all know that i'm cracking a joke but you guys all know that i don't really exist yeah yeah and i i think that's a really cool concept where deadpool has an awareness and ownership over all different universes the universe that he's in he can just hop out of and then talk about the kanye west thing and right like they're there and it just works it's not even like so all i was gonna say this would that would be a good added value that was my point yeah and they I, could I, add that but not neuter but they could add that I that's think. why i say i think if if there were any character who could own this this situation deadpool can address the audience and say here's the deal you asked for a PG-13 movie, and I'm giving you a watered-down movie. And this is what it's all going to be. I've replaced all of the guns with chimichangas. And I've replaced all the chimichangas with kittens. Kittens are all over this movie. Right. I love kittens. And every time I'm going to say a curse word, I'm just going to spit rainbows out of my mouth. And, like, that's that's what you wanted, so that's what we're going to do. And if if that that creative ownership took place, I think that would be really interesting because mm -hmm. I can't think of an example of any other movie that's done that. I can see them doing something like that on the Blu-ray. 
I would enjoy the hell out of that version. Why? Because it looked in the face of restriction and someone saying, you need to, you need to tone this down. You need to de- decrease the things that make this, this movie. And instead of taking things away, it would have a creative solution. I think it, it that represents a kind of thoughtfulness that mm-hmm. I think exists within the character. Why don't they just pay us to do it? I'll do it. I'm pretty sure I just wrote it. Or you, you just all matter, fact, add, add, matter of fact, I'm add me into it. Like I did something. You Deal. pretty much just yeah, did. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. Uh, and Adam Jubilee and, and Octavius production <laughs> present the made-for-TV interpretation of Deadpool the movie. Instead of Negatonic uh, Teenage Warhead, we put Man Man in. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> man, man Man. Yeah, like and that's another thing. We're just like add some. Uh, 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 um, what is it like Muppets in there? Let's just throw things. Okay, in there, now we're right? going too what far. What do people like? No, 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 no. We can't do <laughs> That's that. and every time he curses, he just says bazinga. Right? <laughs> it's just awful, awful. Too much. Too much. Even that could be a commentary. You know, he could make a version of the movie oh, that is intentionally can you imagine rotten. Dead, I, I, I can you imagine Deadpool doing commentary on his own movie? I, I must. The way they they're going to ha- they're going to do that. I'm the sure. The way they release this DVD or this Blu-ray. The way they're going to release this beta, beta max is yeah. going to be landmark. Yeah. Because they can own so much of this. And, and I think that's really unique. I want to see that version of the, of the flick. Now, let me ask you this. Um, we often ask this question when we review movies. What do you think the storyteller was trying to tell us? What do I think the storyteller like, was? There, was, there a, was there a takeaway? Was there a message? Was there a... Because it, it, I think that the... Te- the what we can be tempted to do is go nothing it was just jokes Uh you know but i feel like i actually do see a little something in there as well if i I think the filmmaker and collection of filmmakers the, Mm. the, the people who worked on this movie were imparting the message that it is not impossible to sell a comic book movie to anyone other than the entire family. You can make a comic book movie that is for a specific group of people. And those people are adults. And that comic book movie is unabashedly comic book. It, it does not relent or sacrifice any cheesiness or anything that makes it a comic book. And it's still for adults. Yeah. And I think that's a very powerful message to make, to, to send. And that, I think they did a really fine job of that. So one of the reasons why I struggle with w- whether I like the movie or not, I like the mechanism and I like what's being, what's happening here. Right. I just didn't like the, the, the content, the flavor by chance. Uh, like, was there a message to you though? Like, me, like, that, like story, like story wise. Cause I get, cause I get what you're saying, which I think is, which I think is an interesting point because we as comic fans and movie fans have yet to see something like this. Yeah. So I, this w- is kind of like groundbreaking. I, it is groundbreaking. And I don't think the next rated R movie, like we talked about, James Gunn, is it? Yeah, James Gunn. James Gunn did uh, Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galaxy. The, the, because of the source material, the next rated R comic book movie will not be Deadpool. Yeah. Because you can't Deadpool a movie unless you like twist the source material. Yeah. So it's going to have to be a different take. It's, it can't just be, we're going to blow stuff up and blow people's heads off. Like you could do that, but it's not going to, it's not going to ring as true and like be as well consumed because I think people get Deadpool's uniqueness and go rated R works for this guy. Yeah. And I, I think this is groundbreaking in, in the sense that it's, it applies to comic books and it applies to, 
adult movie making mm-hmm. uh, that is clearly going to be su- successful. Yeah. But it does remind me of movies like reminds me a little bit of Who Wedding Framed Rad- Roger oh. Rabbit. Oh, oh, reminds me a little bit of Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, where you have these worlds like humans, cartoons collide. And yeah, like, yeah. Don't ask any questions. This just works. This is this, also, this world exists. They introduce some pretty dark material into that. Yeah, they rolled over my dude me, with a steamroller, son. Yeah, that was that was messed up. I remember being a little kid, look, and being like. I feel like I'm supposed to be grossed out, but I'm not because I'm desensitized. Nothing in the world is more horrifying than that little cartoon shoe getting dropped into a vat of like oh. anti-cartoon business. It, uh, you know, I'm, uh, that like, keeps me up. <laughs> that keeps me up. I watched some movies as a young and that I had no business watching. Yeah. Like, why was I watching RoboCop? <laughs> like you watch RoboCop now and you're like, oh my God, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> like, what's he talking about? I know what he's talking about now. You know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't have been watching Conan and Total yeah. Recall. And, yeah. like, of course, all of that plays into who I am today. Yeah. But, you know, like, I don't think I would let my kid watch Deadpool until he's, you know, quite grown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I would want my kid to see something like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and say, like, yes. this is kind of similar, but you can yes. do this. Yeah. Right? And then you'll see why Deadpool is a little bit different because they went to the nth degree. Yeah. They and, went they, and, they, and we got we got number two coming, so they're gonna go even harder. I'm it's sure it's gonna happen again. And I'm especially excited. I'm, I'm excited and nervous about number two because now they have more money, more resources. Oh, they are gonna get that money, but more money, more problems. And I think that could be a situation where you know the budget that they had was very restricted, mm. and that helped the movie this time around. Yeah, when because Deadpool they, walks past that X mansion and he says, "Hey, you know what? This house is real big, and I only ever see two of you. Well, maybe <laughs> that's because my studio was too." cheap to pay for more x-men i don't know yeah like that's a great gag yeah but if if you don't do that anymore and you get you skirt around that you have fewer people to tell you no which means creativity becomes but i mean more of a a commodity that's what a lot of great creativity has come out of using what you got to get what you want star wars your favorite movie of all time star Mm. wars uh which one a new hope no right they they had nothing going for them. Everything went wrong, and what they made was scrappy, hmm. and they made something really believable and 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 I- I- immersive. You're afraid that I'm going to say episode two. <laughs> Dare- yeah, yeah. They'd be like um, uh, Dare- uh, uh, Deadpool uh, two. You're comes afraid out. Deadpool two is going to be the Clone like Wars. A little too. Oh gosh, no. Yeah. <laughs> You're afraid Deadpool two is going to be, you know. Well, I mean, Jar Jar Binks is up in there. I want to believe that you know you have because you don't. I don't think that Deadpool was as good as it was because, whoop, we don't have any resources. Guess we got to get creative now. Guess we got to get funny now. Like, I bet they are way more creative and have way more funny that they couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I bet money now, I would like to believe, I'm hopeful that having the money and the resources and the backing now will allow them to do even more. Uh, yeah, and I want them to, or maybe even not, maybe not even more, but even better. Even better, yeah. right? But, uh, I want them to be able to do something because it's necessary, not because it's possible, right? It's that that quote from Jurassic Park. They spend so much time wondering whether or not they could do it, they never actually thought about whether they should, right? Dot dot dot. I want that kind of wisdom to be imparted to Deadpool too, yeah. Where they think about all the ways that they can make this work. Like they're they're talking about introducing Cable into Deadpool too. Yes, total rumor. Not founded in anything, but it's probably. Wait, I thought he literally said that at the end of the 
Joel. In the movie? No, at the end. At the end, he's like, oh, this cable's going to be a number two. But, but look, if that's the case, and I hope that's the case, I want that sort of thing to happen because cable can only exist in this kind of movie. Cable don't make no sense. And putting cable in a movie that doesn't make any sense works. Because but you know cable's going to be like the stick in the mud. Yeah. You know, and Deadpool's going to just like use him to bounce off of. Because that's kind of what Colossus was. Yes. You know, we've been talking for almost an hour. We've barely gone into any of the details of the movie. You know, but, but that's but, like we're talking about her emotions on it. I yeah. think that works. But I, it, it, and the fact remains too is the plot is is thin. The <laughs> yeah. plot is very thin. I think actually we are talking about the movie because we're talking about all the stuff that us going through the plot, and then this happens, and then that happens, Who cares? and then this happens. Just see the like, movie. Yeah, yeah, you've seen this already. But I loved Colossus. Like, give me more Colossus. I mean, Colossus. You like Colossus and his and his accent. It, it is not the boy band. That is. Oh my God! Colossus was so good. Deadpool, join us. Yeah, yeah. I just liked how he was such a Boy Scout. He's. I just want you. To I never out. saw Colossus as like I was waiting for Colossus to smash this dude the whole yeah. time, uh, and Colossus is like, ah, oh, wait, please. I liked that interpretation where he was like big, beefy, friendly guy. Right. Like, I don't want to beat you up. I just, you know, come on. Just yeah, hang even, out with us. Yeah, even when he was like corrects like like uh Gina Carano's character. Yeah. He's like, uh, you're uh the and she's like, Oh, thank you. Like, you know what I mean? That was a good gag too, when he's looking away. And the, you know what? There is a perfect example of creative censorship. Mm-hmm. That was creative censorship. They could have straight up showed her naked body. Right. They could have. But instead, they have Colossus they looking all bashful like, uh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. You should uh, put that back on. And that's funny. Mm-hmm. That was funny. If it was just her boobs, I'd be like, all right. They, Gina Carano made out on this one. Did you peep that they were fighting on a helicarrier? Yeah. I like that. You know? and that's it's subtle. You know, I think it's dope that... Deadpool knows that Fox owns certain characters and that That's Marvel Studios own certain characters yeah. and Sony owns certain characters, but they're still referencing things that happened in the other movies without like really referencing them. So if you know what's going on, you're like, wait a minute, is this on a crash helicarrier? One of the ones that crashed from, what was it? Captain Avengers. America or Avengers? Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? It was in uh, Captain America 2. Yeah. Cap 2. So it's kind of like, they're in the same world, but they're not. But I Deadpool love, can do that. And there's there's something very symbolic about like Fox's new hero who is winning all of the box uh, of box office records and everything. Like basically dancing on top of the corpse of yeah uh, of the Avengers movie. Yeah, uh, on that that busted up helicarrier. Love that. That was really really interesting. Now here's something interesting as well. I, this is a point I wanted to make. I thought one of the things that Marvel Studios does well is they do a good job of making a type of movie. Yes. They go, okay, we're going to make a spy movie. You know, we're going to make this kind of movie. And even Dr. Strange seems like it's going to be, we're going to go and do creepy, weirdo, you know, like horror-ish kind of thing. We've yeah. done galactic outer space. Yeah. You know, we've done a heist movie. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like Fox has now done the rated R comedy movie. Yeah. And you know, it's a type of movie and I think that's why it works. Yeah. Because there are people who like this kind of movie and then there are people who don't. But I also think that superheroes are such a big part of what we do now. And historically superhero movies are a fun for the whole family thing. 
you know? Yeah. But so now it's going to take a little bit of transition to understand, oh, every super, like, and I think maybe this is people who don't understand comics and don't understand geek culture. Everything's not for everybody. And I think that's okay. We need to be able to have variety and understand, well, son, daughter, you know, Deadpool movies aren't for you. Cause that's what your parents used to tell you when you were young. Mm-hmm. So you can't go see that movie, mm-hmm. you know? So it's okay that Deadpool is this. Yeah. Just like, you know, maybe your kids shouldn't be watching Wedding Crashers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, it, and, and that's my point. Your kids shouldn't be watching Wedding Crashers at a certain age. Your kids shouldn't be watching Deadpool at a certain age. No one's going, where's my PG-13 version of Wedding Crashers? Mm-hmm. Well, because, you know what I mean? Where's my PG-13 version of 40-Year-Old Virgin? And but I'm it's super bad. It's but like, it happens. Well, those movies, That's the problem, you know. Like those movies, they get syndicated, and then and then it happens, and you have worse versions. What do you mean on TV? Yeah, on TV. Oh, I'm not worried about that. That I'm not worried about. I'm worried about more more like the pushback I see. on the movie itself. I see. I see. You know what I mean? Like you have to let this genre of movie breathe, so that we leave room for more of our. We have to open up this door and let it happen because there are more stories to be told. Yeah. And we can't limit all of our stories to PG-13 and G. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I want... Can you imagine a rated R, a rated R Dark Knight Returns? <sighs> yeah. And I, I think that could be really good. <laughs> I mean, and I'm not talking about, hey, let's put, you know, sex scenes and cursing. But I'm just saying, like, the unhint... Because that comic is not PG-13. No. You know what I mean? That's real. I mean, it's That's, it's, that's it's not really a PG-13 gritty. comic. No. Like an unhinged... Move like movie adaptation, like R rated Old Man Logan, which is looking like it's gonna happen, right? That's not for your six year old, yeah. But should you not have that experience? Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's an interesting thin line because you can decide you want to make an R rated movie for right or wrong reasons. The right reasons being this the story dictates that it should be. Incorporating these mature elements. Isn't Killing Joke going to be R- R-rated? The comic? The I, th- I think joint? the animated one is has been talked about being or, R-rated. Or yeah. I, can you R-rate a co- Yeah, you can R-rate an animated joint. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, so, it was like, uh, uh, I think Cool World was rated R. And there's like uh, some animated yeah. movies that I can think of that are... Oh, yeah. Anime, R. obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not for... <laughs> Yeah, sure, like Ghost in the Shell and like some some stuff like that. Afro Samurai. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, um, that's not for your kids. With no, no. Oh man, great soundtrack though. RZA. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, you could definitely do that, and I like to see these mediums be able to thrive within that space and speak to those mature audiences and because I mean, those like, mature audiences need to be, you know, need to be uh, served with media and entertainment yes. that come from geek culture it's yeah. not all fun for all ages grandpa son and grandson can all go see it maybe you guys can go see kung fu panda there's a time and a place for all of it there's a time and a place for fun for all ages there's a time and a place for something that is not that mm-hmm. and it's you know in my in my life i am finding that i have been developing this love for pro wrestling and in philly I have a deep love for Chikara wrestling, and that is fun for all ages. It's 
out of the box. It's wacky. It's fun. Right, right. They do not curse. There is no uh, uh, overt sexuality. There is no blood and gore. Even though it is based on people beating each other up, mm-hmm. they do it in a way that works almost as if it were a comic book or a cartoon. Yeah. That has really reignited my love for this art form, for pro wrestling, because it, it goes in the fa- flies in the face of what I've expected, mm-hmm. and I love it. And then there's wrestling that is not that. Yeah. The WWE. Man, that's some like messed up stuff. A lot of those plot lines are pretty messed up. I haven't watched this. ECW. It, what used to be ECW. There yeah. was a whole time, like during the, the 90s and the early aughts, when it was all about like and hardcore extreme and... stuff, right? Yeah. So like there's a time and a place for different versions of this same medium, the same, the same art form. Um Maybe, I don't know what it is, but maybe I'm turning into a fogey, but I'm like, I like it when it's for the kids. Well, I mean, I think that you're allowed to like it, and I think that's what makes this podcast awesome, is that you and I are not just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, yep, mm-hmm, agreeing yeah. with each other. We're doing what we would do if the mics weren't on, yeah, which is sharing our thoughts, and both of us walk away from this conversation, you know, seeing a different perspective and going, hmm, interesting. Every time we record, I'm like, huh, I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Or, oh. That kind of expands my viewpoint. Yeah. Even if I didn't necessarily come in with that thought. Deadpool, in a nutshell, for me, is a movie that I have a lot of... I have a lot of good things to say about, and yet somehow still do not like. Just not for you. Just not for me? Not your thing. Yeah. If you can wrap up your thoughts on Deadpool, the movie, in a sentence, you get 140 characters... How do you feel? Deadpool was a John. I was just like, John. It was raining like a John outside. <laughs> That's up for interpretation. <laughs> no. Um, uh, I thought that Deadpool was probably the most, like I said in the beginning, the most accurate comic book to screen adaptation of a, of a character I've seen. Yeah. And as a result, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I was able to appreciate that it was executed well, however, comma, I can see how someone doesn't like it. And I think there's room for that. Yeah. But for me, I enjoyed it because I'm a Deadpool fan and I felt like it served me well. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they're doing next because, again, this is something that we've never seen done on screen. This breaking the fourth wall, I've never seen it done so well on screen. Yes. You know? Yeah. And in media. Just in general. Deadpool the movie is like a high five from a comic book fan to a comic book fan. I agree. It's like getting a high five from Deadpool, basically. Yeah, exactly. And they made it for us while considering everyone else. They unapologetically made it for the Deadpool fan while communicating in a way that anyone watching would be able to go, this is funny. Like, I don't need any prior information I don't have to get all the jokes, but if you get the jokes, they're there for you. Yeah. You know, it was good. There you go, mother fathers. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. (laughs) There you go, mother fathers. This is it. Oh, man, that's great. All right, so let's end it. Those are our thoughts on Deadpool. Uh, Do we have another movie coming out that we're thinking about doing a one-shot on? Oh, no, 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 no. Why did I just ask that question out loud? Of course I know what movie. Next month. Gods of Egypt. Oh, yeah. I didn't see this going. <laughs> it took me off guard. 
Uh, what were you talking about? I was talking about Batman v Superman coming. Oh out yeah, March. of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. that's coming out real soon. The whole too. world will be uh, talking about that, so we'll do one shot. And on that. we will too. Before that, I don't really know. Oh, we also got Daredevil season two. Yeah, we've got Pee Wee. Um, big holiday. Big holiday. Um, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We got a couple of things on the horizon. We'll see what else comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Adam, let the people know where they can find you on the internet. You can find me and my controversial opinions about Deadpool <laughs> on Twitter and on Instagram at A D A M T E T E R U S. That's at Adam Tetris. Uh, I, I didn't put Jubilee in my, my Twitter name, Adam yeah. Jubilee. I thought it would be too long. Left it out. Yeah, I just For left the sake it out. Of the, it's uh, on the cutting room floor. Yeah. yeah, it'll be on the Blu ray. Uh, and you can also uh, check out a project that I work on. Uh, I, I make a little newspaper where it, I feature my my own short stories and uh, illustrations from a friend of mine, a gentleman named Michael Norcross. We work on a paper called The Dark Matter Sequential. You can find us online at www.darkmatterseq.com. Come. How about you, Ock? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at O C T A V I U S A N E W M A N. That's Octavius A. Newman. This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3ARFRUIT. Go to bearfruit.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. Go to the store. Go to our store. Um, check out our merch. Um, if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Leave us comments on SoundCloud as well. Um, subscribe, rate, review, share this podcast with someone else that you want to keep the conversation going with. If you want to keep the conversation going with us, shoot us an email at comicbookjunto, J-U-N-T-O, at barefruit.com. Tweet us using the hashtag comicbookjunto. Um, and we can keep the convo going from there. Mm-hmm. Um, we got another episode coming up next week. Who would win in the fight? Batman or Iron Man? That's right. And you say your mind is made up. I already know. All right. We'll get into it on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I'm, I'm looking over analyses. I'm putting up charts and graphs. You got a beautiful mind montage going. Yeah, I'm just like, it's more like the wire. I'm like stringing things together. I'm like, when you walk through the dawn. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You got to keep the The devil devil way down. Yeah. In a hole. Yeah. Thank you, uh, the entire cast of The Wire, for tuning into the show. And David yeah. Simon, the, the, the creator yeah. of The Wire, for tuning into the show. We Way know you're go. a big fan. Bunky, thanks for... Uh, appreciate you. Know. you. Appreciate you, Bubbles. Thank you for tuning in, Bubbles. <laughs> appreciate you, Bunk. Oh, man. McNulty, we know you out there. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else? I forget anything? No, man. I think that's a wrap. All right. Hey, you. maximum effort. Huh? Maximum effort. Thank you guys for listening. Until next time, peace. Oh, oh, oh.